Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. gentlemen live from the west coast it's time for ring talk live worldwide your inside look into combat sports yeah brought to you by the wbo the world boxing organization how about that and now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history let's get him let's get him hard pedro fernandez better grab me quick before my knees give way Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Coronavirus Studios here in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Actually, you know, we can't go into the studio per se because it's cooties. At least I think it is. I mean, bottom line is we're doing these remote broadcasts and, you know, it's a pain in the ass. And I'm screaming about it. The producer's screaming in me in my ear back and forth. This and that. So the bottom line is we're going to get to another hour of remote radio. I sort of dig it because I don't have to look at the guy. But, but at the end of the day is... He runs the show. He is a quarterback throwing the passes, so we don't have. We definitely want to have good contact with the producer. Bottom line is, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Thirty-five, make that thirty-six plus years now of being often imitated, but <laughs> never duplicated. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez for the next hour, live on Sports Byline, iHeart Radio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and a thousand other internet platforms, including the SB Nation Network. Straight up, I'm talking combat sports, of course, boxing and the UFC. I will bring in. The, uh, the PhD of boxing. That's right, Mr. The voice himself, the mind, the wisdom, the brains. Talk about Mr. Socrates Palmer. He'll be here in just a few minutes straight up. We do have the text line as hot as happening. I'm not going to take listener calls because this show is, gets more delayed play than it does his live play. So let's do the text line. If you want to text us here in the studio, you can. Number 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Once again, the studio text line for Ring Talk Live Worldwide here in the city by the bay, 415-275-1613. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Stick around. Hold on for the ride, baby. Now, let's listen. 
Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Hey, so are you the type of guy that wants to look put together but doesn't want to spend hours at the mall finding new clothes? So you can look great at the office, on the road, or even just on the weekend with friends and family? I hear you. This is why there's Stitch Fix, your personal styling service that delivers hand-picked clothes right to you. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands that work for you and even let them know what types of styles you prefer. Stitch Fix is convenient You get great clothes delivered right to you, so you can try new styles on in the comfort of your own home and make a decision without any pressure. And Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to match your budget. There's no subscription required ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you got it all together? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for men, women, and kids. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. That's a sobering thought. Let my boys harmonize here. Let them boy. This is the Tower of Power Circuit 2009. Of course, they've got their 50th year album out. 50 years in music now. Straight up, it's called On the Soul Side of Town. Check it out at towerofpower.com. Now, before I get to the news, let's just go straight to the Bronx and bring in the PhD of boxing, Mr. Socrates Palmer. And how are you this morning or this afternoon, sir? I'm doing as good as can be, Pedro. How are you feeling? I'm doing okay. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, this is like day 21 now. Um, actually being locked away from people. I'm going a little stir crazy, but I'm running. I'm running. I've run five of the last six days. So, you know, I've learned how to channel my, um, my frustrations in another direction. I mean, the money is not going to be there for a while and I'm going to have to get hit to that. But bottom line is I'm trying to put the best positive spin on this I can. 
And all I could do is, you know, you can't, you can't hang out with anybody, so you got to do it yourself. That is probably the best thing you can do is keep yourself in shape during these, uh, these times. Um, just from everything that, that you hear, uh, all the deaths and things like that. Um, but the, the better in shape that you are, the better are your chances to, if worst case scenario, if you, if you get sick, you know, you know, to be able to, to recover or to, to withstand any uh, type of illness. So uh, I commend you for keeping your, your workout uh, regimen. You know, 34 days ago, the president said this was only 15 people, and then by, by next week it'll be zero. Now we've got 250,000 cases in this country. What does that say about his incompetence and the fact that a lot of people don't seem to be – they don't seem to be concerned with the president not being on page one with this? Uh, well, a long time ago someone told me that smart people – tend to surround themselves around people that are smarter than them, you know, so that way they can at least, you know, fake it that they're smart or listen to the right people. Um, and it, apparently, I guess, the president is not surrounding himself with the best people or, or he either chooses to uh, go deaf to, to better advice. Uh, but, I mean... You know, nothing that comes out of his mouth really surprises me at this point. Um, obviously, it was a miscalculation on his part and, and his people around him. Uh, unfortunately, he's not the only one that, that feels that way. Um, if you want to take it close to home, uh, Dana White, you know, wants to get the show on the road. <laughs> he was a big Trumpster, as we know, publicly. He's a hoe. He's a, he's a Trump ho. He's not a big Trump supporter. He's a Trump ho. I've never said, listen, I mean, every, he's got everything but, uh, but lipstick marks around, around Trump. You know, I mean, it's just scary. Listen, Dana White, I've known him since, God, since he came to Vegas. I remember he came to Vegas. I guess it was in the, in the mid nineties, early nineties, somewhere around there. Of course, they ran him out of, um, uh, of Boston. The mob ran him out of Boston. They tried to shake him down from some gym money. And that, and that big famous mobster ran him out of town. Um, and then of course he came to Vegas and he mm-hmm. got together with the Fertitta brothers and, and put together the USC. But, you know, he's about as right wing as you can get. I mean, he, he does everything but wear the, uh, the, uh, Confederate flag and have a KKK mask on. I mean, he's, he's not a good guy. And, you know, the fact that he wants to do these events, um, he did an event a week and a half ago in Brazil in front of 7,000 people. I mean, here's what I'm, let me switch gears just for a second. For all these people saying that this is nothing, that's the flu and everything like that, for the Fox people, the Fox News people, Sean Hattie and those people told their listeners and their viewers not to worry about it. I think that everybody should join and sue those people because if you listen to them and you got sick and you end up being seriously sick and or dying, you did so because you thought these people were, that had your best interests in mind. I mean, these are the people that, that 50 million people a day tune into to listen to for advice. And if they give you the bad advice, you end up getting this virus. I think you should have some civil repercussions. Uh, well, they do say you can indict a ham sandwich if you wanted to. Um, I don't know as far as uh, taking Fox to, to task on on some irresponsible journalism. Although Hannity, two weeks ago, he did change his tune and and, and surprisingly ate humble pie when he had uh, Governor Cuomo on. 
you know, everyone has an agenda. Everyone has their own, uh, I guess, what they consider important. Do I believe that, can I look at it from an objective point of view? Obviously, this country is driven just like in any country on money. And the economy is getting hit hard, and, and it's going to continue to get hit hard. And pretty soon, in a couple of weeks, you're going to have people that aren't able to pay bills. And that's the worst part. And probably it's scarier than the actual bug itself. But you can't come on camera and say that it's a hoax and it's nothing. You have to. There has to be some sort of balance. And it's ironic because that's Fox's slogan, fair and, fair and balanced, and sometimes they are far from it, you know, so. Good, good point. Okay, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get off the Fox thing here for a while because if we stayed on the Fox thing, I'd be kicking their ass all day and all night. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. Um, back to the world of boxing. Uh, Japan's still thinking about putting on fights next month. Are they out of their mind or what? The thing is, it's not like they're filming a movie or anything like that. It's still a combat sport. So there are, there's a big chance that someone's going to get hurt. So, you know, with the situation with the hospitals being the way they are, short staff, and elective surgeries are being canceled all over the country and the world, what happens if a fighter gets hurt? You know, and they have to be... And they have to be taken for being concussed, you know, and we have seen deaths in boxing. You know, that's something that, you know, you have to think about. I mean, I was actually even thinking about WrestleMania that's going down this weekend. Yes, we know it's the outcomes are predetermined, but they're still physically competing, and and wrestlers get hurt just like in any other sport. What happens if you got to take a guy to the hospital? You know, um... I think it's crazy to to have a live event at this stage. Um, okay, but here's what's up. The bottom line is people are going to – listen, the, there are nine states in this country, and, and the producer just told me to get off politics, so I'm going to stay on it anyway. But there are nine states in this country that have not shut shut themselves down yet. And would, here's what's up. The reason why I wear a mask is I expect somebody else to wear a mask because I don't want them to affect me. And I'm showing them respect by wearing the mask and not trying, not opening the possibility of me infecting them. You see what I'm talking about? And, and, and I tried to explain this on the radio because it, it, listen, for 35 years, 36 years, I've tried to explain things on the radio to people in a manner in which they can understand because they can't see anything. So the best way I could describe this virus, and I did it a couple of weeks ago, and you guys didn't get, some of you guys clipped onto this and some of you didn't, but it's sort of like, sort of like somebody farting and you not being able to smell it. It's still there. You hear what I'm saying? It's, it's still there, Socrates. Whether you want to admit it or not, you just can't detect it. It's the uh, invisible enemy, as our, as our president says, right? It's, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, it's, a lot of it is common sense, too. I mean, you know, and some, unfortunately, common sense is not too common. Um, well, you know, I, I, I'm a positive person, and I believe in you know being optimistic. And but you also have to throw some rationale into the equation. Um, 
Freeze that thought. Freeze that thought, Socrates. Freeze that thought. We're running up on a break here. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I'm shifting gears. No more coronavirus talk. We're talking boxing after break. Open phone lines around the planet. Take it back. You can text us. 415-275-1613. The studio text line, once again, 415-275-1613. When we come back, I'll be blowing Ryan Garcia. Mr. Dana White, wherever you are, I have a hit list. But I want to start getting paid. I want to start making heavyweight money. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. 
girls gonna come out smoking, and I ain't gonna be choking. I'll be pecking and a poking, pouring water on his smoking. Then this might shock and amaze you, but I will destroy Joe Frazier. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You know, it's 1994, and Ali and I are driving through Macau. I guess it's about 1 o'clock in the morning. We're doing some late-night appearance somewhere. He was getting some money for it, and I was on on his side. Lonnie wasn't there. That was his, his, his wife, his widow now. And, of course, we're just trucking along, and a little bit tired. You know, he's tired. I'm tired, this and that. So we're talking, and, and he says to me, he says, you know, without Lonnie, I'd be dead. And I said, huh? What, what chance? Just right out of the blue. Right out of the blue. Without Lonnie, I'd be dead. You know, and he's talking about his wife, Lonnie. And, of course, the same thing was said to me by Aaron Pryor with about Frankie Pryor. We were at the World Boxing Hall of Fame about 20 years ago. And she got up and left the table. And, of course, Pryor had a bad cocaine problem. But he said the same thing. So my hat's off to both those ladies, Frankie Pryor and Lonnie Ali, today for those great stories. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide 35. Make that 36-plus years now in the making. Of course, we are on the line with the Bronx bomber, Socrates Palmer, of course, the PhD of boxing. And Sock, um, I had talked a few weeks ago about, uh, Deontay Wilder just posing, putting in, being put in a position to step aside for Anthony Joshua and, and Tyson Fury to fight. Um, first of all, I, I guess I'm going to figure out the boxing is going to return sooner rather than later, like the end of summer. Uh. That would be very optimistic. Um, it'd be, you know, if from what I hear, they're pushing for that. Um, it seems like we're probably going to get a tidal wave of quote unquote big fights, you know, and and it's like almost like the way I'm picturing it is like a bunch of guys standing at a line and, and you're saying, okay, you go first. No, you go first. <laughs> you know, so you know, so I think once it ha- once the first one happens, then you'll see. A bunch of them coming. Okay. Uh, the Canelo Alvarez fight has it has it been postponed yet? Because I mean they just canceled Wimbledon. You know, I mean that's a pretty big event. You know, so um, if they're going to cancel things like that and push back the the uh, Kentucky Derby and all these other monster mega events, I can't see them just going ahead and, and with uh, with the fight. So I mean May second, but Canelo's still training, they say. Um, he may be looking for a new dance partner. He was supposed to fight with Billy Joe Saunders, mm-hmm. who just sat down, you know, for uh, uh, a pretty bad taste, a joke in bad taste, you know, so. Elaborate. Um, well, he thought it was a good idea to have a tutorial on Instagram on how to deal with a, a female that tends to too aggressive, and he talked about how if she comes at you, um, I'm going to paraphrase the video, that you hit her with a right hand and the chin, and then follow up with a left hook when she's dazed. Are you serious, man? I, you know, um, you know what? It's not the first time that Billy Joe has <clears throat> said said something stupid or on camera. Um, he seems one of those people that just are constantly looking for attention to do things. It's a shame because he's a pretty talented fighter, but not a world-class, uh, a world-class individual it seems that way. Um, I remember last year he put a homeless woman on video 
and he did some sort of prank to her. And so, you know, uh, credit to... Uh, <coughs> didn't he tell her he was... Didn't he, say, didn't he say to the homeless lady, I'll give you a certain amount of money for a sexual act or something like that? Actually, yeah, something like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And, you know, he's... I don't know, it's a shame. You know, he's a talented fighter, but... Um, he's an idiot. You know, something's missing. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a couple of years back, he had his kid kick uh, Willie Monroe Jr. in the nuts. You know, I don't think that was cute. You know, I mean, yeah. it's just something wrong with that dude. You know, okay. And maybe Bob, like, Bob Arum Bob Arum was in the, all right, the, the godfather of promoters. Of course, he is a man. Of course, Don King's really not involved anymore. So Bob Arum is really the guy at 86 years old, still running top rank. But of course, he got in the head, he got some headlines this week by saying MMA fighters don't make any money. And of course, I've talked about that for years, how they only get eight to 12% out of the total UFC dollar. In other words, the UFC takes in a dollar and they only pay between eight and 12 cents of that dollar for talent. Um, when are, when are, when are, when are these MMA fighters going to wake up or is it, are they just, are they going to be hoes for the rest of their lives? Uh, I guess fighters and, 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 and athletes, I guess you have as much flexibility as you have according to your options. I mean, if you're a big draw, you know, you can you can call your own shots. If you're Conor McGregor, if you're Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar, those guys, you know, you're not fighting for pennies. But if you're, it seems that it's like, it's really the have and the have not. It's that, that big disparity from the superstars to their not so, you know, to their good fighters, it just seems that gap is too large. And, and there's just like pieces of meat, you know, replaceable talent. You know, um, the UFC kind of follows the NFL uh, model that the product is bigger than the athlete. And at the end of the day, it's like, okay, we do see them. They're not wearing helmets. So you don't, you know, it's like you do have a relationship with the athletes, but at the end of the day, they're just selling their product, which is someone's going to get knocked out, someone's going to go home bloody, someone's going to tap out onto the next. And that's how it seems that how Dana pays these guys because, you know, records technically, uh, they don't put a lot of credential in them. They always say that, that they don't pad guys' records like they do in boxing because at the end of the day, it's UFC is a star, not necessarily the fighter. That's such a shame. Um, speaking of Bob Arum, he celebrates 54 years in boxing. Arum is promoted, according to one website, 2079 shows starting with the March 29, 1966 bout between Muhammad Ali, I think this was in Canada, and George Chavala for the World Heavyweight Championship. But man, Aram, 54 years of boxing. He's still got his wits about him. Um, he's still a sharp dude. And you know what? More power to him. I mean, he and I went back and forth. I beat him up in court one time, and he beat me up on press credentials on another time. So, I mean, we've went back and forth. We've been adversaries, but 86 years old, more power to the old man. Yeah, I mean, he has definitely... Uh, lasted the test of time, which is the biggest uh, foe we all have. And, you know, a couple of months back, they were talking about possibly uh, selling top rank. You know, um, I think, I don't think it's something that, I don't, he didn't have a for sale sign on, you know, in front of top rank, but it's something that I guess he was open to any type of discussions. Uh, I don't know if they're an open, an open, um, what do you call it? Company that you could trade, that you could invest in. I don't know. Maybe um, that's what he was 
referring to, but uh, Bob is a man. You know, he continues to put on uh, great shows. Uh, he struck a big deal with ESPN, and you know, he's he's at the events too, which is something big. He's not, you know, governing from a, an ivory tower. He's at his events, and he is probably the greatest promoter of all time. You, you know, he's he's a big weed guy. He doesn't doesn't drink. He smokes a lot of weed. I mean, a lot. He puts me to shame. He smokes a lot of weed. And um, he talks about it openly. I remember when he when we were talking like it's 1988 or 89. We were in Las Vegas or or in Atlantic City. I forget I remember what it was. But he sit he sat me down. It was like four or five of us sitting in the room. Four or five of us on press press row. We were interviewing him. And he opens up to me. He goes, you know, you don't drink or do blow, do you? I said, no, no, no. He goes, that's good. He goes, because some of the guys in this room do. He goes, it'll muck you up, kid. I'm telling you, stick with it. Stick with the grass and you'll be, stick with the grass and you'll be fine. That's what he told me. And it was out of the blue. I mean, nobody like said to him, Uncle Bob, tell me some words of wisdom or anything like that. It was just Bob Aaron being Bob Aaron, of course. And he goes to every, when the Rolling Stones are on tour, evidently he follows them around and he goes to every show in the United States. So more power to him. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Master Bob, man. Master Bob. Um, the WBO has jumped in. They said they're going to suspend Mr. Uh, Billy Joe Saunders said a disturbing video as well. Straight up, of course, he is not, I guess he's not going to be, uh, Canelo Alvarez's next opponent. Of course, they were going to hook it up at 168 pounds. Usually say Canelo Alvarez's neck card is postponed because boxing definitely is not going to be back by the month of May. Um, what about these studio? What about, I mean, you talk, you brought up WrestleMania. WrestleMania is going to be done in the studio. Can, can they do that without a crowd? Uh, I've been watching it and it's very different. It really is very different um, because part of wrestling, well, the big part of wrestling is is the interaction of the fans and and the whole the whole theory of getting over is getting over with the crowd, you know. So if you know, and, and it's it's going to be very rough, uh, despite all the pyrotechnics that the WWE uses and, and special effects. It's going to be very different. Um, the crowd is is the show at times, and uh, you know I, it's going to be interesting to see how they pull it off. Uh, they're going to be doing it, I believe, in two days, uh, mm. starting tonight and tomorrow. Um, <laughs> I understand the show must go on. You know, Vince. You know, Vince uh, had someone die on a pay per view event, and the show went on. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Gonna, yeah. He's not going to let a little virus stand his way. <laughs> Talking about Owen Hart, of course, Owen Hart falling to his yeah. death there in that in that big trick that went bad. Bottom line is, Socrates, say hello to the family. Thank your agent for allowing you to continue to appear during the uh, coronavirus. Tell her I give her my best to the family. And just take care of yourself, man, please. Thank you, Pedro. Appreciate the time as always. All the best to you. Stay well. The man, the Ph.D. of boxing, Mr. Socrates Palmer, live on Sports Byline, Our Radio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, SB Nation. I can go on and on. Bottom line is, we are Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Hey, so are you the type of guy that wants to look put together? but doesn't want to spend hours at the mall finding new clothes. So you can look great at the office, on the road, or even just on the weekend with friends and family. I hear you. This is why there's Stitch Fix, your personal styling service that delivers hand-picked clothes right to you. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands that work for you and even let them know what types of styles you prefer. Stitch Fix is convenient. You get great clothes delivered right to you, so you can try new styles on in the comfort of your own home and make a decision without any pressure. And Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to match your budget. There's no subscription required ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you got it all together? Get started today at StitchFix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for men, women, and kids. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. You could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800 470 7113. That's 800 470 Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Hard as hustle, anything is boxing, though I don't know what you do for a living, but pretty sure ain't nobody punching you all in your eyes I watched one fight, Roy Jones got hit so hard, my TV moved He was asleep like he got knocked out of the club The ref was like 241 242 Roy was snoring. He was really knocked out. He was laying there so long, they had to start another fight. Roy was still there. Fighters had to dance around Roy. The Great Earthquake, of course, on HBO, talking about Roy Jones Jr., 1988 Olympic silver medalist, of course, a world champion, 160, 175 pounds, 100, wow, 200 pounds. I mean, he did it all. There's no doubt about it. But, man, once that chin got touched, it was over. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. Thought it was a little bit funny this week that the 
World Boxing Council have got uh, different schools. They've got a college, you know, a class, a WBC college, are calling how you can learn about boxing, this and that. Did they teach you how to, did they teach you bad decisions there and how to score for the hometown guy and that kind of good stuff? Are they showing that in the WBC, uh, the world of bunco and chicanery as far as their, their college courses are concerned? Because, you know, let's be honest, talk about famous for bad decisions, man. The WBC, they lead, they, for a long, long time, they've led the, led, led the course, no doubt about that, when it comes to people getting ripped. Now, a guy that passed away in this past week was a buddy of mine, 74 years old. He challenged for the world heavyweight, world welterweight championship back in the day, born in Greensboro, Alabama. His name was Hedgeman Lewis. Man, the classiest, nicest guy you'll ever meet in your life. 53 and 7 as a pro, a couple of draws, 26 KOs. Wasn't a big, uh, uh, big hitter, but he fought for the world welterweight championship three times, losing twice to WBC champion Jose Napoles and once to WBC champion John Stracy in his final fight. Man, he was just, I can't tell you enough. all right, I will tell you. I used to give him money because I'd see him in Vegas and Eddie Futch was working with him this and that. Eddie Futch was sort of taking care of him, the great late Eddie Futch, the greatest trainer maybe of all time outside of Emmanuel Stewart. Um, but Eddie was taking care of him and he was working in Eddie's stable per se. Didn't really have a whole lot to do but like wipe guys' foreheads down and things like that. Wasn't a, a, a trainer per se or anything like that. It was more just like a corner man, just a guy that you know you want to have around but he really doesn't have a whole lot of talent per se as far as, you know, that that aspect of the boxing game, training in this thing. I didn't think Hedge was that sharp of a guy. Anyway, but Eddie kept him around, and, you know, he was good. He was a good thing. I'd see him in Vegas, and I'd be working, making, you know, decent money, three or four grand, working a show at the the Orleans Hotel over there, doing the TV, this and that, and I'd see him, and I'd slide him a hundred bucks. I just, I just would, and he wouldn't ask for it. He, he, you know, I mean, it was nothing to it. He just knew sometimes when I should, when I, when I reached out to shake his hand, there was a Ben Franklin in there, or, or, or a picture of Grant. $50 bill, but I always gave him 50s or 100s because I sort of looked at him and realized that, you know, my career to an extent as an announcer and as a, you know, uh, radio personality, an award-winning writer, that kind of stuff over 35 years now in boxing, um, that had, that was built on the backs of guys like like Hedgeman Lewis, guys that didn't make it all the way, but, but they were there for the most part. And, you know, boxing wasn't kind to Hedge. Hedge was a guy that probably needed a pension. And the Alzheimer's set in in his later years. And I talked to Shelly Williams, um, I guess about, about a year ago, asked about Hedge. And she said that he was back east and he was back home and he wasn't doing well and this and that. And that the Alzheimer's has gotten the best of him. And, you know, that's really sad. It just really was. But Hedgeman Lewis passed away. I don't want to dwell on that too often, but man, he was just, he was just one of the nicest guys you ever met in your entire life. And that's the way boxing is. A lot of these people you meet, you see them, they're ferocious in the ring. They're just absolute killers. Jake LaMotta, killer, killer. Rocky Graziano, killer. Jake, I mean, they, but they were. And when you, you met them in real life, there was no hardness to them. They were soft guys, softies for the most part. You know, so I miss, I miss them, no doubt about that. When you look back in the, uh, in, in the, in the archives of my mind, and I look back at the guys that we've lost, I mean, um, you know, I, it's, it's a little bit tough, but like Larry Merchant said, get new friends. <laughs> He's 89 years old and kicking it, man. I talked to him this week twice, of course, the retired HBO godfather down there in, we'll just say Southern California, but he's in a, he's in one of those core, those, those coronavirus hotspots. I mean, I looked at his town and there's this big blue spot over the whole neighborhood. His whole neighborhood there is just like one big blue spot. So it's a big hotspot down there for, as far as the coronavirus is concerned, of course, Larry being 89 years old and Patricia Stitch or Mrs. Larry Merchant being 71 years old, I believe. I'm worried about 
both of them. So I'm trying to tell Larry, you know, Larry, just just let people deliver stuff to the house, and you know, I mean, let them drop it on the porch. Don't have no contact with anybody. And he was, well, I got to get out of the house. I got to get out of the house. Well, well, get out of the house and do like I do. Just drive around and look at people. Look at those people. Look at those people. Uh, yeah, and you still see it. People. I mean, I was running this morning and did my road work this morning uh, before the show. And I noticed people are still like close to each other. People are still standing in line close to each other and this and that. And I tried to, I tried to, the best way you can explain this virus thing is it, it's like a fart that doesn't smell. Every human knows what I'm talking about. Every single human being knows what I'm talking about when I say a fart that doesn't smell. Well, consider that the virus. And there's no way you can escape it unless you are not close to people. So there are words, in other words, keep your distance. The nine states that haven't, more power to you. We're going to say at the end of the day, you will follow the president off a steep cliff. I mean, there's no doubt about it. The CDC said this week that they're going to recommend masks for everybody. The president said he isn't going to wear one. I mean, come on. That's sort of like, I don't know what to say. I, 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 I'm just blown away by that. I mean, I'm 62 years old now. I didn't ever think that, I never thought this, this guy would be president. I mean, I've seen him work in the past and in boxing and this and that. I told you how Don King played him like a, like a hoe back in 1989 at a fight, Mike Tyson's last successful title offense of the first run. Of course, that, that August 1989 second round KO was a first round KO, first round KO, I think, of, uh, Carl the Truth Williams. Sort of made the truth a liar. Because Carl said he was in the last, he goes, I'll be there at the final bell. Well, you weren't there after the first, but you weren't there for the first bell, man. Of course, I think it made two seconds, took two seconds longer to make a believer out of Carl the Truth Williams than it did to make a, uh, a liar out of uh, Michael Spinks. Of course, Spinks said he was going to roll her out. He was going to be kicking Mike Tyson's ass too. Yeah, he froze up. I'll never forget the Butch Lewis story. Butch Lewis being Mike, uh, being, uh, Michael Spinks' promoter. And of course, he was a loudmouth in the corner, often drunk, often abusive towards officials, often abusive towards the media. And you know, he had to know how to play Butch, but when Butch was drunk, there was no way to play him. So anyway, um, Butch went into Mike Tyson's dressing room before Mike Tyson fought Michael Spinks. And I think it was July of 1987, back in Atlantic City. And, uh, Mike Tyson saw it with Butch Lewis, Mike Tyson shadow box. And so Mike says, Hey, so he gets Butch's attention and punches a hole in the wall. He punched a hole in the wall. You can see the others. You can see people outside. I kid you not. That's just the way it went down. Of course, when Butch went back, Butch never told anybody more power to Butch. I wouldn't have went back and told Spanks anyway. Spanks was scared enough. I mean, I didn't even think that I just saw the replay about, of course, this fight's like 25, 30 years old, but I just saw the replay, I don't know, a couple of months ago where I actually saw Mike Tyson really land a hell of a blow on Michael Spinks. I thought it was like, you know, he just took a, took a blow to the shoulder and went down, but he got crunched pretty good before going out. Of course, that was Michael Spinks' last fight. And Spinks and I and my daughter, we have history and that we used to go to some hotel off the strip in Vegas and eat these all-you-can-eat Alaskan king crab legs. I used to crack them for my daughter, but, I mean, me, Michael Spinks, in fact, I saw him there two days in a row, and it was a place that I hung out in, was it the waterfront or the paddle wheel? I think it was a paddle wheel hotel. But they would start selling, start serving this all-you-can-eat crab like at 3 o'clock, and at 3.15 on two days in a row, there was myself, Michael Spinks, and my daughter, all of us grubbing up on that all-you-can-eat Alaskan king crab. Speaking of Michael Spinks, he's held himself together. Of course, his brother, Leon, Stage four prostate cancer. In fact, Rob Russin was a stage four uh, prostate cancer, is a stra- stage four pros- uh, prostate cancer survivor. Of course, he's a boxing aide to Harold Smith and a whole lot of other promoters, but he survived this through, I don't know how, and he was trying to get a hold of Leon Spinks. I didn't know how to get a hold of Spinks. I said through the internet or something like that, so try him through Facebook. But Rob is one of those guys that had prostate cancer, 
and he beat it, stage four, and he's had a kid since then, so more power to him, man. Rob Rustin right on. Bottom line is you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The IBF convention was canceled, no surprise, actually rescheduled. Of course, the COVID-19 virus, it was supposed to go down May the 4th through the 8th at the uh, Westin in Long Beach, California. It looks like they're going to do that. Probably not this year. I'm just trying to say a lot of these events are just going to be canceled for the year. They are. I mean, they're social events for the most part, and it gives people a chance to come together and shake hands. But, you know, right now we're not shaking hands. So why hold social events? Let's just cancel everything until everything's cool. At that point in time, we can all come out from our caves and hopefully, you know, wear a mask and not get infected. And the idea of wearing a mask, I tried to explain it a little bit earlier, is the idea of wearing a mask is to show respect for your fellow human beings. In other words, just like you want them to show respect for you because you don't know whether they've got it or not, and they don't know whether you've got it or not. So I tell you what, let them wear the mask, let you wear the mask, everybody's wearing the mask, hey, hey, more power to us all, and hopefully that will cut down on the transmission of this virus because, as I said to you before, a virus is best described on the radio as a fart you can't smell. You know it's there. You're the person who just ripped it, but you can't smell it. Nobody around you can smell it. But consider that like the coronavirus. That's the best way I can describe it on the radio. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 36 years now, you're inside looking at the world of boxing, MMA. My man, Ryan Garcia. You know, people say I'm blowing this kid. Yeah, okay, I am. I'm blowing this kid. Um, because I love him. I just do. I, he's cocky. He's got a, he, he's got an attitude about him. And besides that, he knocks people out. I mean, Ryan gets in there and says, look, man, you know, it's going to go. He fainted with the right hand against that, what, Miguel Mariaga, the guy from uh, Nicaragua. He fainted with the right hand, fainted one way, came with the other, and knocked him out. I mean, holy cow, man, you faint guys like that out of their pants. You are an accomplished fighter, an accomplished boxer. And he hasn't done this once. He's done it on more than one occasion. For those of you that say, you know, well, he's still inexperienced. Yeah, I know. He had that crummy amateur career, 17 and 15. I was 38 and 14. So he, he, he like, he, he won, he won and lost. God. That's not a very good record, 17 and 15. But as a pro, he's accomplished. There's no doubt about it. What, five foot eight, five foot nine, 135 pounds is knocking people dead with that hook. And of course, the right hand as well. So he is a complete fighter. And outside of that, he's down with the ladies. I like this. He's down with the girls. He's got like 2.5 million Instagram followers or 3 million Instagram followers. And most of those Instagram followers are female. Of course, he sold out the Honda Center. In Anaheim, California, about a month and a half ago, was expected to sell out the Staples Arena next time out when he took on Jorge Lenar as a former champion. But that fight's in limbo. It was set for July. Doesn't look like anything's going to happen through the summer. Let's just cancel boxing. Why don't we just get on? Why don't we all just say, you know what? Let's just cancel it for the rest of the year. Because if we cancel boxing for the rest of the year, I heard Socrates earlier say, talk about making it a studio sport and maybe just have people fight on TV or this. I don't know. I don't know if you can do that without the crowd. You know, I've been to boxing matches that have been televised. And NBC used to do the early shows or Tomorrow's Champions and stuff like that in Las Vegas, like at 10 o'clock in the morning. I kid you not, because they would tape them for later in the day. But they would tape these fights at 10 o'clock in the morning. And there wasn't much, much of a crowd. It was just me and a couple other guys like Jack Welch, the late Jack Welch, and Hedgeman Lewis. Um, and with a small crowd like that, there's no buzz. I don't know, I don't know how they're going to do studio boxing. I don't know if it'll work. Um, boxing, of course, was made for television. It's perfect. It's a squared circle. I mean, you can hit the camera from each level. Um, you really don't need commentators. I thought that was the greatest job in the entire world. They used to pay me to do color commentary because, you know, this is this is pretty self-explanatory. I mean, bang, oh, boy, good right hand. You don't have to tell people that. They can see it, right? They can see it. That's why you see these guys on the zone right now. Of course, I, I assault them when they were broadcasting, especially the B team. Larry Murchison said, why is there a B team? Good point. Um, should always be an A team. But the B team, 
and the A-team to an extent, they're just amateurs who sort of come off like public access TV, something like New York City, Max Kellerman back in 1985 or something like that. It just doesn't come off well. They don't ask the point. They don't ask the direct questions. They beat around the bush about things. And at the end of the day, it takes away from the broadcast. In other words, you know, I don't tune in for the guys doing the fight. But it's good when the guys doing the fight have something to bring to the dance other than a microphone. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, SB Nation Sports, and about a thousand other internet platforms. This is Ring Talk, live worldwide, baby. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health 
health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. I went to penitentiary. Gene Wilder, I did a movie. I went to, not me personally. I mean, I went to do a film in penitentiary. Um, <laughs> and it was I was up there six weeks, Arizona State Penitentiary. It was some, oh, you're applauding for that? <laughs> Arizona State Penitentiary, real popular. <laughs> oh, man, it was strange because it's like 80% black people. And what's strange about that is that there are no black people in Arizona. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Clap your hands, sir. Stop being racist. Clap your hands. April 2004, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. Of course, walking in front of the Capitol, the state Capitol, picketing the what I perceived as the corrupt boxing commissioner, then uh, John, I forget what the guy's name is, who was running at the time. Bottom line is, we're picketing this. I'm in my sharpest suit, minimal bling, okay, and I've got a crew of about, I guess about 25 or 30 people there. We're all picketing against the athletic commission, the boxing commission, all right? All of a sudden, the cops roll up, and they pull out guns. Guns, I mean guns, and one of them had a rifle. Boom, and pointed at I said, whoa! Say, hands up. Hands up for what? I said to him, I haven't done anything. So, you know, I'm a little upset here. I'm an ex-policeman. These guys are pulling guns on me. I'm looking like a million bucks. What's going on here? This is not cool. So anyway, the bottom line is, I wasn't going to put my hands up. There was no reason for me to put my hands up, so I wouldn't do it. So I wouldn't, put your hands up, put your hands up. No, I'm not going to put my hands up. For what? What are you accusing me of? He said, robbery. What do you mean, robbery? Yeah. Evidently, you robbed some people here. I said, the guy, we got your description. I said, well, who did I rob? We don't know. What do you mean you don't know who I robbed? I robbed somebody you don't know who I robbed, and you came down here to get me? What kind of crap is going on here? Bottom line is, the Capitol Police, of course, had to walk away with their head and tail in their hands. At the end of the day, they were wrong. I told them either arrest me or let me walk. Guess what? I walked. At the end of the day, they were fools. At the end of the day, it was a bad day for Arizona boxing. Of course, the commission has changed itself up and cleaned itself up a bit since then. Thank God. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Don't forget the Sunday edition. I'll bring in the retired HBO godfather, Larry Merchant, tomorrow Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific on this 2 p.m. Eastern time, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and, of course, SB Nation. At the end of the day, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Have a great day. 